Welcome to another episode of Search News You Can Use with me, Dr. Marie Haynes. This episode is recorded on Thursday, August 16th, 2018. And what we're going to talk about today is what has happened in uh, terms of the August 1st update to the Google update that some are calling the Medic update. I'm going to give you my thoughts on what I'm seeing on that as we have more data now. Um, we're going to talk about a, a number of other things, a few local SEO tips that are, are pretty good. Um, all in all, though, this has been a relatively quiet week in terms of search. I think uh, there's been a lot of movement uh, still in regards to this algorithm update. Um, I also think there was another tweak to the algo update that nobody's really talking about. Uh, but there haven't really been a lot of Google announcements or uh, drama or anything particular for us to talk about. So that's a good thing. It'll give me a little bit more time to, uh, to go into this algorithm update. So let's talk about this, the August 1st, 2018 update. Uh, a few things that we know, um, you probably know that I wrote a post on my thoughts on this update uh, well over a week ago now. And what I was noticing is that the update really strongly affected a lot of your money or your life sites. And in particular, sites that are in the diet niche, nutrition, medical supplies, um, things like that. Basically health took a really strong hit. Now, I know that Barry Schwartz did a poll with quite a few people in it to ask what niche you were in and whether you were affected by this update. And he noticed there were a lot of sites in technology that were hit as well. Um, there were some other areas as well. So you don't necessarily have to be a health site in order to see these um, significant changes from the algorithm update. I am still saying that in all of my years of, of doing SEO, which is over 10 years now, I I think this is one of the biggest updates. I think the initial Penguin update was probably bigger in terms of overall impact uh, back in 2012, but this update is, is massive. Um, my opinion is that this update is Google's attempt to get better at showing trustworthy sites. And I know that's hard. If you dropped, you're probably saying, you know, why would people not trust my site? Um, you know, what's wrong? What am I doing wrong? And so I'll share a few little tips. I'm I really do hope to have an article out soon on EAT, expertise, authoritativeness, and trust. Uh, with the influx of business that we've had with reviews, it's getting harder and harder to write and finish this article. But this really is key. And I've said this so many times, but imagine that you are uh, wanting to get information from Google on your tax return. You know, do you want to read a report, uh, an article that's written by a really good journalist or by somebody who's been handling tax returns for 20 years and has seen every possible problem that could go along with them? Of course, you want the information from the expert, the person who is the, uh, is the authority in the space. And this is part of what this update was doing. But the other thing that we're really seeing is that a lot of the sites, especially diet and nutrition sites that were hit, were sites that sell a product. Um, and the product is maybe a little bit questionable. And what I mean by that is perhaps it's a natural diet supplement. And natural diet supplements are really tough because there's a lot of things that can work. Um, there's also a lot of things that just work coincidentally. Uh, I wrote in my post, and uh, I'm happy to say that I, I'm down almost 
30 pounds on keto. And I have, you know, done, I've had drops and I've had plateaus. And right now, all of a sudden, I just started to drop again after a very, very long plateau. And if I had started to take some new diet pill, I could say, oh, you know, it was the natural supplement that helped me to lose weight. And so you're always going to have these people that say, yes, this worked for me. Or the science says that, oh, maybe there's a little bit of health benefit to this pill. And, you know, I, I, my point is a lot of these natural supplements that are claiming weight loss are not great. And we all know this. And I even know, I mean, I've spoken with some of the people that have dropped and have these products and they, even some of the business owners themselves will say, you know, it's really just a bunch of natural stuff and we don't know whether it works, but people buy it. That's, I mean, that's not good, right? So the point is here that Google is somehow getting better at determining if your main purpose of your site is to sell a product that maybe isn't scientifically backed, then you might be seeing drops. We saw that a number of the sites in the keto space that actually saw gains were sites that didn't sell any product. They were purely there for information. And so I think that this is part of what Google's doing. With that said, there were other sites that dropped that either didn't sell a product or were known as really good e-commerce stores. Uh, we have one client for whom we've done a review recently. I don't know if they've implemented any of our advice, but they uh, are a really well-known brand um, selling a medical-related product, and they saw massive drops with this August 1st update. And to be honest, I can't figure out why. There's no trust issues that I can see. They have a good site. That said, they're lacking information on the site. They have a site with, uh, it's technically sound, but it has basically, here's the product, here's the stock product description, and not much else. And so we're working with them to greatly improve the amount of information that's on the site. I think they're being overtaken by sites that actually do have good, trustworthy information. Um, and so it'll be interesting to see. So I, I, I don't claim to have all the answers on this update, but I really think that it's strongly, strongly focused on trust. Um, the other thing that we're, you know, we have this as part of our reviews is we're looking at reputation of the website. And we're seeing that some of these sites, you know, the business themselves maybe don't have a great reputation and that can affect your rankings. And that makes things hard as an SEO to say, well, you know, we in the past we could be like, okay, let's fix up the technical issues. Let's get some links to this content. But as an SEO, it's hard to say change your whole business practice so that you are not upsetting people and you're not doing things worthy of a, a bad reputation. So this algorithm update is a huge one because it takes things beyond SEO, in my opinion. It's Google's attempt to say, these are businesses, the ones that are ranking well, are businesses that are still very, uh, we trust them, we feel like they're not going to lead you astray. Now, with that said, there's still a lot of room for improvement. Um, let me just check here. I, I, somebody pointed out that the SERPs for Buy Viagra online are... Uh, yeah, they're still pretty messed up. Um, so, you know, Google's still allowing a lot of spam in this area uh, and they haven't got it all figured out. So that makes me think that we're going to see more changes related to this big update. Um, and I think that there's going to be a lot more shakeup in the months to come. 
I did look at uh, every time I do my newsletter, I look at Google Analytics and I determine is there a particular date in which a lot of sites saw changes. And we had a number of sites that saw changes on August 1st that saw a further either bump up or down on August 13th, 2018. I do think that Google tweaked something at this time in the algo. I'm going to call this uh, a mild quality update, but uh, it's nothing as compared to the August 1st update. Um, I should mention too, if you were hit by the August 1st update, uh, we are still taking clients for site reviews, although we have a significant waiting list right now. Um, but if you want to get in and have us do a site review, then it's first come first serve. So uh, mariehaines.com slash contact, and you can book yourself a, a site review uh, through that form. Um, a, a really neat tweet by uh, Dan Sure, Dan, if you're listening, you just have a really good way of finding good tips for people, especially in terms of producing great content. Um, and so thank you for that. Dan tweeted a reminder to look at Amit Singhal's 23 questions on Panda. This is an article that I refer to um, several times a week still, and it's quite a few years old now. I think it was uh, from 2011 initially. And Amit Singhal said, look, if you were affected by Panda, then here are some questions that you should be asking yourself. And a lot of these questions are very relevant to what we're seeing happen in the SERPs right now. So Dan highlighted these, but one of the questions is, does this article provide original content or information? original reporting, original research, or original analysis. And we're, we see this a lot that people will go out and say, okay, we need some content on uh, diabetes. And so you'll write this post on diabetes, but you're rehashing everything that has ever been said on diabetes before. You're not adding anything new to the discussion. And this, the type of content that we've been able to see thrive in competitive SERPs like medical SERPs um, and others, legal as well, is content that's so thorough that people would not have to go anywhere else. So, um, you know, you want to make sure that every question people have is answered and that you bring something new to the table. So if you're a business that has any sort of data, then start publishing, if you can, numbers for people. Start publishing stuff that only you have access to. And if you can establish yourself as, oh, every time this website writes on this topic, I learn something new, then that's a really good thing. Another question is, is the site recognized as an authority uh, on its topic? And that's a, that's a really big thing. You know, people complain all the time that Google has a brand bias, but in reality, people have a brand bias. Um, you know, if you're complaining that people are shopping at Walmart as opposed to the small mom and pop stores, there's a reason for that because people want convenience. They want the name that they know and trust. And I know that sounds silly for, you know, you probably get way better quality at the mom and pop stores, but it's what people want. And so Google wants to show people what what they want to see. So in order, one of the keys to getting ahead in rankings is to build yourself up as a recognizable authority in the space. And how would you do that? And this goes into the area of EAT. A lot of EAT is based on off-site mentions. And so again, take myself as an example. When I first started writing about or learning about Google penalties, one of the things I started to do was write. And Moz asked if they could, if I could write something for them. And uh, they invited me to write on the Moz blog, and I wrote a post about, um, I think it was about using the disavow tool or what link 
uh, what links, um, high quality links are, something like that. Anyways, the point is that I got published on Moz a few times. I wrote for Search Engine Watch a few times. And now every time you Google something about Google penalties, there's a good chance that either I wrote the content you're reading or somebody's mentioning me. And so I managed to establish myself as the authority in my space. Um, there are other people who do great work on Google penalties, uh, but I think it's fair to say that Google is recognizing that when it comes to that topic, I'm an expert. And so you need to look at your own business and say, if you asked 10 people who weren't in your family or your circle of friends about your brand name, would they recognize that you're a leader in this space. And if the answer is no, then you need to do work to improve upon that. And some of it is getting mentions in authoritative places. Um, some of it is, you know, if you can get a Wikipedia page, that's something that can help. Um, and a lot of it is, it, it, it takes good hard work. You know, you can't just decide that you're an authority. Um, one of the things I talk about in terms of improving EAT is improving how we demonstrate that to Google. And I don't know if this works, but I like to see the about page of a website uh, just full of braggy stuff. So we won these awards. We've been doing this for this many years, um, that type of thing. We've been quoted in Forbes and wherever. And But the point is that Google doesn't, it's not like you can fake that. It's not like Google says, oh, their about page says they're the best in the business, so we better rank them well. Um, they use those to then go look out for other signals. And so if you're not truly the authority, you're probably going to have trouble ranking for your main terms. Um, and then the final thing that Dan highlighted was for a health-related query, would you trust information from this site? And, um, you know, that's what we saw very, very clearly in this latest update is trust. So something to pay attention. And there's other questions in there. I, we go through these with most of the site reviews that we do. Um, they're very, very helpful for sure. Uh, Search Console announced that they have some new additions. Uh, I don't see them live in my Search Console yet. This is in the beta version of Search Console, and we should soon be able to add people through Search Console beta. Uh, and apparently there's some type of mobile usability report. Uh, I don't know if that is just a link to the regular Google mobile-friendly test, uh, but we'll have to see. Um, so, so far that's not live for me yet. Paul Shapiro tweeted that there is uh, some new uh, features in Google Images. If you do a search on Google Images, uh, his example was on mobile. I'm not sure if it's the same on desktop. Then uh, Google will show you related searches uh, in the images. So not a huge deal, but if you get a lot of search traffic from image search, this is something that you should probably pay attention to. I tweeted a thing about Q&A sites or forum sites. So I noticed I was doing a, a search for um, my daughter's about to turn six. And uh, I think we're going to buy her uh, a new Nintendo Switch game. And I was looking at the Toad Treasure Tracker game. And I found that um, in the search results right there, there was information from Reddit. And then there was a thing I could scroll laterally to see all of the replies. It was like the first you know line or two from the replies. Now, now, some people said when I tweeted this, this is great. You know, if you can get that, it's just like featured snippets where you um, may potentially get a ton of extra clicks. But I'll tell you what happened to me was I was reading these and I was either getting the answer I needed right from the search results or I said, oh, you know, I probably... Um, 
uh, probably I'm not going to get my answer on this page. I'll move on to another one. And I found that the results that had that scroll feature actually made me click less. So we'll see. Now, I tweeted this saying this is kind of scary if you have a forum or a Q&A site. Um, Danny Sullivan from Google tweeted back that actually this is an opt-in feature. Uh, and so it, it looks like sites like Reddit and some other big forums have added question schema to their website uh, to allow this to appear in the SERPs. So it'd be interesting to see if any of you have any tests on whether this has improved your click-through rate or harmed it in some way, then I'd love to hear uh, information on that. Um, there was also a really good discussion on Twitter on disavowing. I know uh, Bill Hartzer asked John Mueller whether you can disavow an entire TLD. So what he means by that is, let's say you're doing a link audit, and this site has tons of spammy links from .info sites and .xyz sites, which is very, very common. It would be wonderful to be able to put a wild card in your disavow to say, I want to disavow everything that's whatever.info. And yeah, you might get the odd good link in there, but in all honesty, if a site is being spammed by somebody using .infos, .bizes, .website, all those things, uh, you're going to get thousands and thousands of really bad links from there. Uh, and so it would be great to be able to disavow them en masse. Unfortunately, we can't though. And so uh, Bill did a little um, a poll to see, you know, could maybe we could convince Google to give us even use of rejects in, uh, in the disavow. I think the concern, though, is that people will mess it up. People are already messing up dis the disavow files and disavowing good domains. And I think it's conceivably possible that you can, uh, you know, put the wrong um, rejects in and end up disavowing, uh, you know, a great number of good links. So I should say again, and this is something I really want to get some data out there, but we're so busy, it's going to be hard to write this article. We are seeing some, what I think is some benefit from disavowing. Uh, I'm not going to go into great detail on this now because I've, I've talked about it before. But the point is, if you have a very, very uh, a link profile that's really full of unnatural links that were there for SEO reasons. So I'm not talking about these .bizes or .info sites. I'm talking about, for the most part, links that were made uh, for the sole purpose of trying to improve your rankings, then you may see some benefit from disavowing those links. And um, uh, hopefully in the future, I, at some point, I'm going to have a lot more information on that. So we're in the process of filing some disavows right now still. And uh, I do hope to one day report on um, whether or not, you know, and I'm not going to fudge the data to make it look like everybody should disavow now. I, for years, I did not do any um, because Penguin was supposed to be ignoring links. And anyways, that's a discussion for another day. And uh, hopefully we'll get more into that in the, in the months to come. Um, a few things on local SEO. Uh, Colin Nielsen pointed out that um, now Google Posts are showing you a link where you can look at the previous posts from this company. And so Google Posts really are something that we should all be taking advantage of. Um, DoorDash, which is, you know, one of those uh, companies that you can do a third-party order to deliver food, those ads now are starting to appear in the knowledge graph in Canada as well. That's a new thing. And it's hard to say whether that's a good thing or not. Um, similar to what we were talking about before, that for some companies, people might actually get more business from this. If I, if I look up my favorite restaurant and I see that I can get it delivered, then maybe I'm more likely to order through them. On the other hand, maybe I was going to order through them anyway, 
and uh, now a chunk of the revenue ends up going to DoorDash. So we'll see. But, um, uh, you know, you can't fight against what's there in, on Google. So uh, if you are a restaurant or um, something similar in uh, in Canada, then you want to be looking at your knowledge graph and seeing, uh, would it make sense to, uh, to implement DoorDash? Um, I don't even know if you can implement DoorDash. But basically, take a look at what's happening there. Um, let's see. And then Barry Schwartz also noticed that uh, the knowledge panel now is often pointing out your past visits. So if you had been to a business before, Google might tell you that, hey, you were here a year ago. Um, and maybe that would be handy. You know, there's certain conferences I go to every year where I might say, oh, yeah, what was that restaurant I went to last time I was here? Uh, and that could be handy. Uh, the reason why I'm pointing this out is it's just another thing where Google is trying to figure out what's happening in the real world. And again, if you are a local business that um, relies on foot traffic, you want to do everything you can to make sure that Google can recognize people who are visiting your store. So this, they tell me that I was there in the past at this business. That means Google has a very long memory for where people go. And uh, I've said this before again, but if your business, um, you know, gets twice as much foot traffic as your nearest competitor, that's probably a sign that you're a good business for Google to rank. Uh, and so you want to be, uh, one of the things you want to make sure is that your pin on Google Maps is in the right place. Uh, I know I was in a restaurant the other day and uh, Google asked me to leave a review for the hardware store next door. And so that hardware store is getting uh, all of the uh, the benefit of the foot traffic from into the restaurant. So things are not perfect. And I, I would say if you do have a local business, make sure your pin is in the right place. Um, let's see here. I think that's all that we're going to cover today. Uh, I wanted to mention again, um, you know, if you're enjoying this podcast, I would love if you could leave me a review on either iTunes or Google Play Music or wherever it is that you get the podcast. We really haven't done a whole lot of marketing in terms of making this podcast grow, but we're getting really good feedback on it. And so I'm going to continue to do it. I think that um, I enjoy doing it and uh, uh, it uh, seems to be helping a number of people. So if you're enjoying this, I would love if you could leave a review for me. Uh, again, if you want uh, my team and I to review your site, then mariehaines.com slash contact, and we can let you know how long the waiting list is at this point. And if you are anywhere near Salt Lake City, I'm going to be there next week at uh, Utah DMC, and I'm going to be talking all about the quality raters guidelines uh, and how there are things in there that connect with algorithm updates. So we discuss we uh, discussed this topic before the August 1st update, and now uh, it seems very, very relevant. So I think we'll probably have a good crowd for that talk. All right. So I hope that you have a good week and uh, hopefully I'll have some good news to report upon um, as we potentially try to recover some of these sites that were hit by the August 1st update. Although I think recovery is going to take a while. So it may be a while before I can report back on good news there. Regardless, I hope you have a great week and I wish you the best of luck with your rankings.